0: You're listening to OK Now Listen, a bi-weekly show where we chat about what's on our minds, what we're binging, and what's blowing up our timelines. I'm Scotty Beam, a media personality, content creator, music enthusiast, and still a wing connoisseur.
1: (laughs) I'm Sylvia O'Bell, culture writer, host, producer, and lover of Beyoncé.
0: Beyoncé. Okay, first we have to debrief. We have to talk about the moment where I saw you in L.A., (laughs) This past weekend, chow, I cried. Chow, we reunited. Lord, you know, first of all, y'all like, already know that I'm extremely emotional. So when I saw Sylvia <laughs> pop up in my, eye, my view, <laughs> I just started tearing up. Because the last time I seen you was your birth, was your birthday two years
1: ago? I think it was literally immediately after when we signed the contract for this podcast. I think we did that like a week after my week birthday. Week after your birthday. It was February 2020, the last time we saw each other. And it was so, I didn't think, like, I I knew I was going to get him. Like, I knew. In my mind, I was like, she's going to cry now. I'm going to cry. And that's exactly how it happened. But it was just really, it just felt so good to hold you and see oh. you and hug you and, like, feel you. Right. I think for, especially with my reunion with you, like, it felt even. Twice as emotional because it wasn't just like I hadn't seen you in so long, but it was also like we built this whole thing and it had this whole experience without ever even getting to
0: like, right,
1: like in the same room, like embrace right. each other about it. The energy
0: is different. The energy, the energy is feels different. different when like we're in the same room. That's why I love spending so much time with Sylvia and going to her house and sleeping on her couch. Is because like <laughs> the energy is consistent. It's loving. It's warmth. It's you know um, compassionate. It's just it's beautiful. Like so, I was like, yeah. I immediate tears immediately. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> she definitely cried. And it was like we hugged and we did the old church rock, right. <laughs> and, rock and rock. And then we pulled away, looked at each other, came back in, rocked, cry. And then I was it was just it was just like you said, you can feel people's spirits, you can feel the love. Mm-hmm. Like I we are very affectionate with our friends in general, yeah. I think, you know, so it just to not be able to touch like and agree and just like hold each other so long was torture. Yeah. Especially like we've exchanged so much. Vulnerability in like, you know, we've talked so much and we've been, it's like we survived Child. something and yes. literally we're like, and here we are and we survived and like, so yeah, all of those emotions, I couldn't even, I was so happy, so, so happy. Like I can't even begin to describe because <laughs> we've never gone that long without seeing each never. other. Like that's crazy. that's so long. It's crazy. This weekend was actually such a dope ass weekend. Like cherry on top, obviously seeing you and Michelle. Lincoln. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously, but also (laughs) there was so much happening in LA that week because of the BET Awards and a lot of auxiliary events. Mm -hmm. And I happened to go to this thing called Taco Tuesday. I think they call it, even though it doesn't happen on a Tuesday. You know that threw me because I'm all Type A. But it was like this thing where they go to different people's homes and like do like these kind of like underground singing thing. It's very like low key, but. High key A-listers low key be popping up, but like underground singers and like. So it's like an open mic. It's like an open mic where people come and sing. Okay. And um, it was like, you know, Amber Riley sang, Cynthia Revoke sang, and then there was a lot of people who I didn't, you know, those were the people who I recognized. And then there was a lot of people who I didn't know, but they could sing. It was very much your kind of event because like, yeah. you know, you're here for the vocals, that's how, like, we care less about the fame. Talent. Talent. The arrangements, the harmonies were there. And just being in that backyard, chilling, like hearing live singing again, and just the live performances, it made me miss it. Like I was like, oh my goodness, I can't remember the last time I heard a live music performance. And just how it makes you feel, and you know, like, and just like, because they were singing popular songs too. They weren't like singing the originals. They were singing like X Factor. Everything from X Factor to Total Praise mm. to Aretha Damn, to like everything, praise. like every they when that woman came, it, I don't know her man, I'm so sorry I don't know her name, but when she sang told praise, baby, mm. almost caught the Holy Spirit mm. in that backyard with a margarita in my hand. I was like, <laughs> "Why? Why?" <laughs> but um I really missed them. And those at-home performances were cute. You know that like they were happening during the pandemic, but I really want, like I really want to be able to Like, just to be there and, like, feel the music through my body.
0: Yes, feel the vibration. The vibrations of the the instruments. bass. Yes. And And the drums and the... I want my body to move because I hear the music physically. Like, I want it to do it. Do what it needs to do without my mind even telling it to. That's what music does to me. Like, live music does.
1: I totally agree. And so, like, I... I miss that. But then on the other end, I've been so afraid to get back to it because of crowds and Mm -hmm. COVID. And, you know, festivals usually have so many people there. And I've had so much anxiety around going back in the crowds and pushing my vaccination to the max like that. (laughs) But there have been some music festivals... That had been popping back up because people ain't wasting no time. Yeah. Like as soon as everybody started getting vaccinated, I started seeing different people, all the festivals that got canceled last year popping up. Like, and we're back, and here's the lineup, and da da da. And I'm like, nope. I need to do a year. I need to see how it goes yeah. before I go in there. But that was until until that was until the bad bitch that is the day in Vegas festival. Popped up on me. Mm-hmm. I saw that flyer for that festival happening in Vegas in November. And that thing said Kendrick Lamar was performing everything from Section 80
0: <laughs> to Damn. Yeah, That was the
1: top line. I said, wait, what? And then there's more? Like, there's that and there's more?
0: There's Travis Scott, Tyler the Creator, SZA, Tyler, Doja Tyler the Creator, Cat. Travis
1: Scott. Jasmine Sullivan, little bit, ba- all the babies, mm. little, little one, that one, the, all of them. The you little, <laughs> all of them. All the babies, like, just singers, rappers, like, and everybody who's at the top of their game, especially SZA. Like, I miss SZA, and I'm hoping a new album, I figured like by November, she probably, her new album will have dropped. And, Tyler's album dropped, and it's so good, it's that it makes me now really want to hear it live. Yeah. So, like, I'm seeing that all, like, that these are the people. I'm like, oh, bitch, this is going to make me reconsider. Like, I might have to reconsider my no festivals in 2021
0: mm. rule because it looks bomb. I'm definitely a big festival fan. I mean, I'm more of a concert fan, but I do enjoy a festival here and there, you know, given the, <laughs> the VIP tickets. But it, it gets it gets really dusty and gets really dirty yeah, it real gets quick. Real dusty
1: in GA, GA gets yeah. real
0: ghetto. But you know it's a wonderful experience because you're really with around people who love this shit, like who love their music. So I do enjoy GA too, but it's just a lot of movement, child. <laughs> it's
1: a young, it's a young, it's a young man. Yeah,
0: to that's, GA. I, I'm too I'm old. Too old. Yeah, My knees for, ain't got you. it. Yeah,
1: I did it. I did, I did, it. did that. Woof. So yeah, so so now y'all it's y'all turn. I did it exactly.
0: Though, you know? <laughs> and her has an R and B festival too. Lights on, right?
1: Oh yeah, I saw that. Yes, I saw with
0: Erica on, I Badu, like... Ari Lennox, Keisha yes. Cole, Bryson Tiller. We haven't heard Bryson in a minute. In a Minute. Lucky Day. I love Lucky. lucky day.
1: Lucky Day. Oh my goodness, so, yeah. Keisha. I keep, I'm trying to think of the last time Keisha did a, like a live performance. Right. And then, you know, I saw Broccoli City is doing something. I'm sure Coachella and all the other festivals are starting to make oh, their yeah, rounds. They're going to get their, it together. Up. And um, it's like, okay, the things are back in the swing of things. It's really interesting to see.
0: And they might just get my money because I have to, I just have to hear some live music. With all these new lineups popping up, we got excited about the idea of dreaming up our own ideal festivals. Okay, so we each, me and Sylvia, we both curated a bomb-ass lineup that we're going to share with you guys. Do not take these ideas. <laughs> now, we're also going to revisit some of our best and worst music festivals experience because I know you got some, Sylvia, and I definitely have some. For sure. All right, so let's get into it. You can tell I'm extremely excited, and Sylvia is too. It just, you know, she's next segment. We're going <laughs> to...
1: I'm excited, Yes. <laughs> Okay, so we'll get into our dream lineups in a second. But first, Scotty, what was your best festival experience so far?
0: I think it would be all of the Roots picnics. I Mm. love Roots picnic. It's just, it feels like home. Uh, The artists are always my type of speed. Jill Scott comes and Mm. does her (laughs) J-I-L-L. Listen. She comes. She comes, and she does it, <laughs> and it makes me smile. I just, the vibes were always perfect. It just, it it was all black, you know, all black people. Yeah. And I love Black Thought, too, and the fact that he can rap with anybody, around anybody, about yeah. anything, because he'll freestyle mm-hmm. all day and be able to perform with other artists. I think that shit is amazing. I just love the artistry of it all the love of music of it all the instruments that are in, involved with everything and it's not that big so I'm able to get right. from stage to stage rather quickly so roots picnic yeah. was
1: top it feels very organic yes
0: it feels very brotherly lovely and it's in yes. philly so it's
1: like the best parts of philly the
0: best parts of philly i love philly me too so
1: i've never been though you never been to roots picnic never- I've never been to Ruth's picnic like I ain't grow up two exits away.
0: Child, I ain't never miss one.
1: I know. I have to go with you next yes, time. Yes, you I have I literally to. have never. I've never been. Every year, it's like always oh, there's something happening or it sneaks up on me. or mm-hmm. And every year, I'm upset I miss it. Like every year because it just, just looks so black and beautiful and organic, Ugh.
0: but also just manageable to your
1: point. Like, it's, I'm not overwhelmed. Really?
0: I can be in GA it. and be cool
1: right wow! nobody's doing any
0: uh what's that little circle they make and they be pushing each other around and shit like a
1: little mosh pit a little my
0: ain't nobody doing no damn mosh pit i love that i love that everybody respects everyone's space because that's how they were raised and that that's great i love that yeah so that would be mine what is yours
1: so, my overall favorite festival, I would always say is Essence Fest. Like cuz Essence Fest has given me so much. Right. Like it was it's I've worked it. So like I kind of had back end experience on it. It's the black black blackly blackest festival that I've been to. Right. It's catered to black women's taste in music, which is so rare right. from festival lineups right. that they put us in mind first with the lineup right. and so I really adore it for that and probably one of my favorite Essence Festival experiences was in 2017 because it was like a seat at the table had happened and we were in New Orleans and Solange was one of the performers and like y'all know if you know New Orleans is Solange's city like it's like That's Houston, home, New Orleans like those are her home places mm-hmm. and so like I knew she was about to come and shut it down child she had the band, the orchestra, you know the all white, you know how she'd be yes. praise
0: dancing. She gives us lines, she gives us lines. lines.
1: and. Lights, yes. shows, and, like, all of it. And it's just, it felt like church, a seat at the table church. And I think it was one of the albums I was so excited to hear live, like, when I heard it. And to experience it in a stadium yeah. for the black mm-hmm. women, yeah. like, I love it. And I love it because, you know, it's indoors and all of those things as well, the <laughs> Superdome. So, like, I truly love that year. I think it was, like, I mean, Mary performed that year. Like, it was a good festival um all around. But... I would be remiss if I didn't speak. I think the singular most, like, single weekend, like, stacked best festival I've ever been to was Governors Ball. Really? Yes. Governors Ball 2013. Mm -hmm. I think it was just so stacked. Like, it was Kanye before he had, you know, disappointed us. And it was Kendrick. And there was Erica Badu. Mm. And it was Nas. And it was, like, just... So many hip-hop acts that I just had always wanted to see, mm-hmm. but I was too broke to ever see up until that <laughs> point. And yeah. finally, they were in one place together, which made yeah. me feel like I could spend my coins in a good investment. It's like, oh, I missed all of Kanye's tour. Right. I missed all of... Ke-. Like, Kendrick's had just dropped Good Kid, Mad City. That's the Kendrick this was. What a moment. What an album. What a moment. And, you know, it was so crazy, because even thinking back then, they didn't even have Kendrick on the big stage. He was on one like, the mid-level yeah. stages. like And... um with with Kanye's performance it was Yeezus. He like I think it was before he had even dropped the album so none of us really knew what we were in for. And as you know, like Yeezus was such a different sound from Dark Twisted Fantasy that mm-hmm. like it was like to hear it live first was like oh, like what's happening? Like okay. And then um Erica, I I've been a fan of Erica all my life and that was the first time I ever got to see her live. So it just was spiritual. But so crazy was it was raining like crazy. Like the whole festival got rained out in a way that I almost thought that they were going to cancel it. Like I'm saying like the field was trash. Mm-hmm. Like the field was mud. It was a mudslide. Mm-hmm. Like I was in, I was there in boots, shorts, <laughs> like uh, a, a, in like a, a parka, like I mean a poncho. That was it. Like white people was rolling around in the mud, you know, like sliding because they figure like it's fun. I don't know what or why they were doing all of that. But I was just like, I'm here to see my people. I don't care if I have to stomp through and climb over the white people rolling around in the mud to get to the the stage. But I was very happy to... It's still like the performances were good enough that it made it worth it. So I think even though the weather conditions were terrible, the fact that it was still probably one of the best festival weekends I've ever had speaks so much to the performances that took place. Mm Mm-hmm. I did like how it kind of made it very non-pretentious and, like, you know how people be, like, dressing up for Coachella and shit yeah. and, like, all their stuff. It's like, can I just come? I'm coming to
0: enjoy the music. Because I'm going to have to stand for 17 hours. Yes, I am coming to enjoy the music <laughs> and play the waiting game because somebody going to be late. But I'm going to be there to just enjoy right. myself. Yes. Okay, but wait. Wait, Sylvia, wait. Let's keep it real before <laughs> you sip your tea What's the worst (laughs) festival you've ever been to? Tell the truth. Tell the truth,
1: child. Tell the truth. And I hate to say it because of the headliner, is why I hate to say it because Mm -hmm. I come on this podcast every day and talk about this headliner. But Made in America Mm -hmm. 2015. Anybody who was there just got to shudder. Me. They shudder just now. They got to chill down their spine because they know Me, Jesus. the nightmare I'm about to talk about. We were there for Beyonce, mm-hmm. as one does, you know? <laughs> but what we didn't know was that we were going to have to go through the shadows of death <laughs> to get to see the queen because that shit, all that mm-hmm. moshposh shit that you was talking about, mm-hmm. all the crazy thick crowds all the white young students mm. from Pennsylvania schools who wasn't raised right they were hanging from trees mm. they were kicking around in the in the dirt mm. they were lifting up the dirt and acting so crazy that it was really foggy like it was like people had to put bandanas yeah. around mm. their noses and mouths eyes, because watery. so much dirt Ugh. was kicking and eyes were, and i'm i have asthma let me just add <laughs> i have asthma There was a, so you have thick crowds, you have inconsiderate white people, children, who are literally hanging from trees and in the ground. They're coming from above, they're below, to your left or to your right, and Mm. they're bumping Mm. into you. They have no sense of space. Like, I almost fought no less than six people's children that day. Mm. And the way it was set up, like the the stages were configured, Mm. there was no room for traffic flow. They had the nerve to put Future on a stage that was right in the middle of the traffic flow area as if he wasn't. I'm talking March Madness era future. They put him in the middle as if it would not stop us all from being able to cross over. I almost had to call my mother and tell her she lost (laughs) a child that day. Because I could not find my sister when we were trying to cross from one one side to the other. She got taken away from me in the crowd, like physically off her feet, dragged to the right. Mm -hmm. Because that's how intense the crowds were. I hated it. I hated it. I couldn't even enjoy the music. Mm-mm. I was so frustrated. And the only reason I even made it to the end was because I said, that I'm going to watch Beyonce because I paid for this. Well, nigga, I'm here. I've been here. And I've been through it. I've survived. I, I might as to. well. I was like, but I'm not going. I'm not even going to try to get up front because I was so tired of the crowds and how crazy everybody had been. I said, I'm going to be watching Beyonce from the back on the screen Listen. because I, I'm like, y'all can have it. Y'all can have it. I'm not doing it. I wasn't, I wasn't about to be out here like Kelly and Insecure, you know, fighting the whites in the field and getting tasered and missing Beyonce because that's
0: that's exactly where you were leading.
1: I was about to be giving Remember Me Different <laughs> by the end of that festival if I hadn't caught my temper because that shit was, was crazy.
0: I think that was the beginning of my knees. <laughs> the end. That was the, the, <laughs> the end of the my end. knees. That era, that was it. That was like, okay, well, girl, you ain't got it like how you used to cuz I was standing for so long. Luckily, my boyfriend at the time let me lean on him and sometimes he would like he, he would allow me to like sit like on him because I didn't want to sit in the dirt. It was so dusty and nasty. Yes. So, my eyes were watering. I saw Beyoncé through a blurry film all my eyes. I enjoyed it. It was a great time, but I was so tired. I really, it was at
1: that festival that I said to myself, Self, the only time we are going to see Beyonce live concert. is when it's in a concert. Yep. This is why I had no desire to go to Beachella. I was not trying to be anywhere where there's not assigned seats to see Beyonce. I will watch her from the comfort of the live stream or the comfort of my seat at a
0: concert then you can't do the fields with the whites anymore. Can't do it. Won't do it. Speaking of beachella. Okay. I went to Coachella. I didn't go to beachella. I was up in Coachella.
1: Hated it. Hated it.
0: <laughs> this is just with the whites. It's <laughs> just a cello. And uh, Kendrick Lamar. I remember I saw Kendrick Lamar. Okay. That's all I remember because I was so infuriated. <laughs> I was so upset that these white people didn't understand space. They were doing everything. They, when you were talking about rolling in the mud, there was no mud. It was just dust. <laughs> and it was rolling in it. On the floor. Uh, why do
1: they do that? Is it the drugs?
0: I don't know. Painted don't know. <laughs> faces. They're wearing masks. and Not masks like what we do now, but like they're wearing actual Halloween masks. And I was just afraid. I was so scared. For your, <laughs> you hear the tremble in her voice, yo. Not, I'm not going to make it out. <laughs> I'm not going to make it out of here. Like this is terrifying. And I wasn't even close to the crowd. I wasn't. I went all the way to the left, all the way, and somehow the whites still found me and decided to do whatever they wanted to do around me.
1: They're always gonna find us.
0: I was on fire. I want to say that I remember Kendrick's performance, <laughs> oh, but no. I don't think I did because I was so disgusted with Coachella too. And it's so far; like the stages are so far. They're like, "Oh, definitely... so and so is performing three miles away." I'm not walking over there? And then by the time I come back here, I'm a Miss Kendrick. No, I might as just be here. It is so far. People were taking like little, you know, them little cart, golf carts. Yeah. That's the privileged white people that paid them people for that. But mm-hmm. regular people had to walk. And I said, like, ain't no way I'm doing this. Ain't no way. Yeah, I've never been I to Coachella. hate it. It doesn't look fun to me. Nothing is fun about it. Run. Please don't <laughs> go to any Coachella because those white people don't respect any space. It's crazy, chugging beer and shit, putting little beer. I don't even know what they do. Like when they like drink it from the side or some shit.
1: Oh yeah, they put a hole in it and like I don't I don't know what that's called either.
0: I, I went to a black school, and I didn't even think that the indie whites did shit like that. The indie whites are. I thought they were a bit different. I thought they were like Williamsburg whites. <laughs> they're not hipsters. Them hipsters. That's what they called. <laughs> the, I thought they were. <laughs> they're not different. They're the same. <laughs> and I need them. I, I'm just. I was done. I was ready to go. And and I was even more upset that my ride was having a good time, because then I was like, <laughs> I'm ready to go. And it's so far and away from life. Small. Yeah, it's so far away from life. It's like you can't walk. You can't take an Uber. You have to drive with a person. And that person was having the time they fucking life and i was sitting there like bitch i am like, ready- are we at the
1: same festival We're
0: n- oh, right you? <laughs> but you know what they went to a white school they understand this stuff i did not mm. clearly so mm. yeah it just and it was dusty everything was dust dust i'm allergic like y'all trying to kill me out here nothing was fun about it but i did find the black people at coachella they were in they were sitting <laughs> there's like this little one <laughs>
1: <laughs> you found it. One thing about you, you go find, the, gonna black find
0: the blacks. I'm gonna find the blacks. <laughs> I found them sitting on some kind of little lawn. There were lights and you know there's places to sit. So I was like, oh, perfect. Oh, okay, I'm gonna be right here until they're ready to go because this is too much. But yeah, absolutely worst ever. And in an ideal world, there would be absolutely no white people at my festival because I don't even think they've heard of the people that I'm about to say. Um, that are at that are at my festival, Scotty Beam's festival, and a lot of these performers in my festival, I'm gonna have all old, older artists because some of the new ones are great, absolutely I love, but I I absolutely cherish the older ones because that's how a lot of us <laughs> learned about performance and entertainment, and a lot of these performers, these new performers, oh. <laughs>
1: What about it, baby? What about it? Tell us about these performers today.
0: Child, there is no artist development, and it is clear. It is very clear. While watching some of these BET award performances, some of them going to perform like they was at the club, doing them club appearances.
1: Not Magic City performances. No, baby.
0: No, this ain't that. This is award show. This is television. And it's clear, unfortunately, that these labels aren't putting time into these artists like they should be. So, mm-hmm. watching this child, money bag yo, stand in one spot and recite his—you know who Moneybag yo is?
1: I've learned recently who he mm-hmm. is. He's like that girl. You hit the spot. Yeah. Tastes like candy. Da-da-da-da. Yeah, like right. That's yeah, that's it. Like it's the
0: and it's clear like when they're performing it feels like they don't believe in their own music you remember (laughs) back in the day you would see a performance and you say damn (laughs) they believe in that song like they are because they had to sell it right that's how they sold it this song is doing numbers or it's gonna do numbers listen to me perform it these niggas is singing like i guess is good i don't know you tell me kind of shit like it's mm. it's not bringing anything. It's not giving me anything. It doesn't make me want to check the song out. It doesn't make me want to buy the song. It doesn't make me want to do anything.
1: Yeah, I do feel like a lot of these younger rappers, especially the guys, the, the guys, they don't have that showmanship. Mm. They don't really put in any extra effort. I feel like Tyler, the creator, was maybe the only male rapper that I heard people say mm. like, "Yes, now that he brought a set, I saw wind, I saw cars, I saw this." But then I see Migos in their pretend cars with their hands, just,
0: <laughs> well, like, what were they doing? I don't I even think, know. I was like, how did Pregnant Cardi come out here with more energy than all three of y'all? Why was I excited for the little bit that they were giving? Because I knew that you, potentially we was going to get nothing. So when I saw them do the side-to-side side I said, yes, Corio, that's how it goes. <laughs> Like the bare minimum. I'm excited.
1: No, you were cheering that shit cheering on. I'm crying on. <laughs> because
0: Offset. I know put them up to it. I know he said we got an A count. We need an A count. Cardi said do an A
1: count. <laughs> we don't dance enough. She said we don't do enough. We don't do enough. <laughs> we need to start this. She said off. if I'm coming on try if I'm coming on stage with your fetus inside of me, I can't be the only bitch right
0: showing out showing on that up. stage.
1: Okay, doing numbers. <laughs>
0: It's crazy. Like Jasmine and Ari, talent, but also Ugh. entertainment. I'm so glad that they did on it because you
1: know that's my favorite song mm-hmm, off that mm-hmm,
0: album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You
1: know that's my favorite song. And I didn't think we were ever going to get a live performance of it. Right.
0: Woo. So Vocals. some of them are giving it up, but I, it's just a shame how these labels are just making this a machine. And it's not even well-oiled anymore. It's just like a rickety-ass machine where they just turning these artists (laughs) out. If it does well on TikTok, they'll throw you on a stage and you out there on your own, and that's it.
1: It's like, where are the the Laurieann Gibsons? Where are the the people in the label like when we used to watch the Temptation movie (laughs) where on Motown where they would be teaching them the steps? And they're like, no, do it again. Five heartbeats. You got to get it right. Right. You know what I mean? Like, where are those people in the label?
0: Who had Destiny's Child, Sylvia? Who had Destiny's Child running on the track singing at the same time? Oh, yeah.
1: Beyonce and Matthews, they have them running heels. Running. Around the block. Like, are you serious? Get that stamina up. Get that breath control.
0: And a lot of of y'all now. Don't got that, Don't breath, got that breath, control
1: breath control at all. You sound like me. Child. Coming up. Coming up Hello? Outside. Why you sound like, like
0: me? Like me. It's like all of us. <laughs> You're supposed to be above us. You got the track playing behind you so that you can remember the words and stay on. This is, you are not rehearsing. It's giving that.
1: I think the problem is, is that now there's so many other ways to sell somebody, like for artists to sell themselves and promote themselves aside from performances because of the internet mm-hmm. that like... They've lost touch of, like, one of the core values, which is that. And now they're being outperformed by people twice their age. Exactly. Okay. So the point of all this is really that we've had a lot of inspiration, both from Fargo and recently, Mm -hmm. to inspire our dream festivals that we would think would be absolutely perfect. So let's discuss these lineups. Me and Scotty do not know who each other has coming up. All we know is the location, so I'm gonna set the scene for Scotty's, and then she's gonna tell us who it is. Scotty Beams Festival. She's gonna share the name, mm-hmm. I believe, mm-hmm. of it, and the lineup. The, the The conditions are: we said we're gonna have it's both of our festivals are two day festivals, two headliners, and then five additional artists on each day. That is the setup. Those are the guidelines. Mm-hmm. Scotty's is gonna take place in Madison Square Garden in New York City because. Mm-hmm. Scotty. yeah, B. Um,
0: tell us what else. Who, so, who are your headliners All right. Who are your headliners? So, um, <clears throat> Day one. Day this two. is on, on Saturday. This is day one of the festival. Okay. Okay. Saturday, day <laughs> one of the festival. My headliners are Jay Z and Mary J. Blige. Woo! Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my other performers will be now. So, you got to hear me out because I feel like I cheated just a little bit, but I didn't. Wait, wait, what?
1: Listen. Oh, so we ain't even...
0: We didn't even... St- so, we got the Native Tongues. This is a collective. So, it got a Tribe Called Quest in it, De La Soul, Queen Latifah, uh, oh, Moni Love, Far Side, all of that. Okay? So, that's one.
1: Wow, she snuck in 17 people with...
0: It's a collective! All right, go ahead. Now we're doing the Outcast. We have Outcast coming, okay? Both Big Boy and Andre 3000. We also got 50 Cent coming to the stage to burn it down, get rich, or die trying. We got Dipset coming through because we're in New York City. Hell, like, what am I doing? And also, Clips. Clips is just for me, personally. <laughs> I don't care what y'all say. Clips is for me. It was a moment and they are definitely going to bring Pharrell. They're going to be the opening act. So yes. Um, <laughs> and that is my first day. I'm
1: crying because we already have an overlap, but Damn. continue. All right. I didn't I didn't think we would. I really didn't think we would. So I'm very
0: shocked. Okay, day one day one sounds lit. It's amazing. It's fun. That it's the hip hop, you know, and Mary J. Belags is, is hip hop to me. I don't care what nobody else says. Eh?
1: Hip-hop soul. She queen of hip-hop Hello. soul. So What's
0: her title. She's the headliner. Like, it's Jay-Z. And then, to end the night, Mary J. Blige. Because on Sunday, day two. We're going to start this in the morning, by the way. Okay? <laughs> All day. So, my headliners for Sunday is Earth, Wind, and Fire in the Soul Quarians, Which means... It's Collective, so Aquarians are Erica Badu, D'Angelo, Bilal, Most Death. No, you're cheating. It's not cheating.
1: cheating. I can't. I can't even. It's I can't even cheating. subscribe to this anymore. It's no, you are cheating. absolutely it's cheating. It's the So It's a collective. You, uh, no, no. These were not the rules. That is the rule <laughs> that were set up. Scotty, mm-hmm. we were told two headliner, one a day, one headliner a day, five artists after.
0: Right. And what I'm saying is, people do it all the time. People do like Swiss beats and friends. Shit like that. That's an act. So I'm going to do, okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do Erica Badu and friends. And she's going to have D'Angelo. Okay. No. Now, uh. number two, Roy Ayers is going to be there. Okay. Roy Ayers. Number three, the Gap Band. The Gap Band will be there to perform all my favorites, outstanding. We're going to get Charlie to do some of his best features and also his somewhat recent songs that were a hit to the urban community. <laughs> then we have Anita Baker coming through. Ooh. We also- Is somebody keeping count? How many artists has she named it's so six. far? I need a clicker. I need a
1: ding every time since so she yeah. names a new name. Then so we the have... The audience can really see <laughs> what's
0: It's two headliners and five... Real and other people. Shaka Khan is coming through to perform all my favorites. Then we have Sade. Wow. And we are having a night. Just, I think, you know, Sunday would be like the cleanup morning, like performances where like I would only want soul just to ease my body you know on Sunday because Saturday is so live and I'm sure I lost my voice on Saturday Sunday is going to be a moment where I just want to reflect and feel good about some of the music that had made its role on raising me so this is the music that raised me and that's my Sunday I do not have a name for this Mind you, I do plan on doing this in my life because that's my dream, to make a festival or a concert once I get extremely rich and don't want to do any of this anymore.
1: Oh, I think that's a good—I could easily see you doing that. You you don't even need to be rich. You can get investors and—
0: That's too much work.
1: Do it that way. I wanted
0: to just pay and then mind my business.
1: We deserve a Scotty Beam Festival for sure. This
0: is the kind of festival I would want to put together. I love it.
1: I would definitely go— I love everything about it. It sounds fantastic. I loved every act, all 17 of them. It's not and, 17.
0: You know, it's... Earth, <laughs> of Fire. Let me read it to you one more time. Earth, When of Fire, headliner. Soul Aquarians, headliner. Roy Ayers. A lot of y'all haven't even I'm seen no, I... Roy Ayers do anything. Okay? <laughs> the Gap Band. Everybody loves
1: the sunshine. Right.
0: Okay. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, 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 boop. And Anita Baker, who still can sing down in house.
1: She will sing.
0: Shaka Khan. She's still performing We're to this day. I'm going centers. to her concert. We're
1: talking
0: barefoot. Hello? Centers. I'm going to her concert in November. That girl pissed me off. And Sade. Sade I seen once. I was younger, so I didn't get to really grasp yeah, as so much as I needed. Right. Truly mm-hmm. appreciate the moment. Okay. Silvio. All right. Well,
1: I'm going to tell you all like this. The way it was explained to me is that we had two headliners, one a day. Two? Yeah, two for the, the whole thing. So one for Saturday, one for Sunday.
0: Oh, I thought it was two headliners per day. And I'm like, so okay. it was like each...
1: You know how like in day and night festival, it's like, okay, it's Kendrick night one, Travis night two, Tyler night three. Like there's three headliners, but for like one a day. Mm. So my festival... Is going to take place in the New Orleans Superdome because that is my favorite location of every show or festival or anything I've ever been to. New Orleans is my favorite city in America, and the Superdome is big enough mm-hmm. that it feels like a festival. It's like one of the biggest stadiums in America, so like it's huge, and I feel like it, it's the equivalent of a festival field. Mm-hmm. 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 But we don't have to worry about the elements. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about Earth, Wind and Fire, the band. Talking about the actual Absolutely. earth, swings, and fires. So, you know, I'm doing this with black women first, and so I'm thinking about us, our hair, and our knees, right. and our skin. Right. Okay, so indoors at New Orleans Superdome, night one, Drake is the headliner. Okay. Because, hi. <laughs> My name is Sylvia, and I <laughs> love Aubrey Grant. Okay. So, Drake, okay. and listen, most number one hits, okay? But then the man got hits, he's gonna be performing them all night. I
0: give you that.
1: Okay. So, Drake is the headliner, and the other acts are as follows. We're going to start off with D'Angelo, which is why I was like, ah, damn. Okay. But D'Angelo, because nobody makes me feel sexier when they sang. Sing me right out of my panties. Go ahead. And then we're going to Tyler, the creator. Okay. Because... Young boy showed himself with his showmanship. I feel like he has the past three, like the last two albums, especially. I mean, the three Flower Boy, Igor, Mm -hmm. and this Mm -hmm. one. I really enjoyed the musicianship in addition to the lyrics. I feel like it could be really good live Mm -hmm. and it's done enough. And I wanted to give the youth something. Right. So Tyler is who y'all get. (laughs) Okay. Um, Usher is coming to do Confessions. Usher is coming to do 8701 and Confession. Okay. specific. I like that. But, he, <laughs> but he's there, and he's going to remind us that he can still hit all the choreo that you don't have to call.
0: Please don't sleep on Usher.
1: Never sleep on Usher Raymond IV because <laughs> he is that I guy. Am. Okay? That man. Then we have Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Yes. Yes, we're going to have Drake and Kendrick on the same night on one stage. We're bringing you and ITY. <laughs> We're bringing my boys together. We're going to bring the Drake fans and the Kendrick fans into the one room oh, and see what man. happens.
0: Okay. <laughs> yes.
1: You know what I mean? Yes. And what's crazy is the other act I had for this was Outkast Reunites for the Night. So I and I really thought I was doing something with that. I said, "Ah, I'm together with Outkast." She's not gonna that's, think that's about That's often a
0: thought of mine all the time when I listen to Aquamanize. <sighs> that they have to do something now, okay, guys. Like, please, I miss you so please. much.
1: Please, I'm tired of seeing you perform separately. Like, I, I just. I just want to see. Uh, it Big together. Boy and um, Big Boy and Sleepy Brown performed at South by at the Fader Fort. Oh no! When we were there last, but like I was like, I just miss Andre. Yeah. Like I just want them together. Yeah. Like every time I see Big Boy perform, I'm just like, I want it, and I just want, it. and I want a chance to see those songs live because I was too young. Yeah. I didn't get to I didn't go. Get to
0: appreciate. That's a dream. That's a dream. i think about that yeah. often. Yeah.
1: Often. So. All of that's happening. Andre 2000 can perform all his songs on all these people's, uh, all, the, all the other acts' songs right. as well. <laughs> all his verses. Right. But yes, I'm trying to, you know, Drake headlining with Tyler, with Kendrick. We're bringing a lot of camp flog We're solving a lot of beefs here. You know what I mean? You and me. We're coming together. Yes. With the fellows. something to see. But all of these men are acts who also have songs for the ladies. So I feel like our audience, my audience will like it. Yeah. Regardless. Now. We're going to bring it home with the ladies night, night two. That's what I'm here for. Hi, my name is Sylvia, and I'm a writer, producer, and lover of Beyonce. So Beyonce Woo! is my headliner. I know it's a shock to zero people. Absolutely zero people did not think that Beyonce was going to be my other headliner. But my dream festival is Beyonce Drake. I'm there. I will spend my coins. If you tell me I'm getting Beyonce and Drake I'm there. at the same festival, who's not going? There. Haters, That's who. That's right. That's it. Like, it. So, um, Beyonce is the headliner, but the night is packed with women who have both inspired Beyonce and have been inspired by her. Okay. okay? So, Janet Jackson.
0: Okay. Yes.
1: yes. Janet Jackson is performing. She will be there. On this here show night, because let me tell you, you know what I mean? You want to talk about people who are known for performing. Janet still gives it. I want velvet rope. Yeah, I want Janet.
0: I want the One Piece. I want the full One Piece. I want Janet Jackson to come out in that cat suit. I want her to strap Janet a man in, in the chair. chairs like she used mm-hmm. to. And tease and that, that nigga. Stuff. Yes. That's what I want. All the Janet live shows. I want it. Janet is no, she's a crazy woman on that stage.
1: On that stage, she turns into somebody yes, else and I child. like it. She, I saw her perform once. I felt very blessed by it. I got my life mm-hmm. that night. Mm-hmm. So, Janet. Missy Elliott. Oh, that's a good one. That's a Missy
0: good one. Missy Elliott.
1: That's and a good one. she's, so that's somebody who I know was bringing out everybody. Okay. Missy gonna be there all night because, you know, she ain't got nothing but hits. Nothing. She done produced for half the people on the line. So, mm-hmm. Missy the Misdemeanor Elliott is coming out. Also, Erica Badu, because me and Scotty both clearly love Erica. I was really torn between Erica or Jill, and I had gone with Erica.
0: There's no festival without Erica.: by She's here. my
1: favorite. Like I've seen her live so many times and every single time, and she't even got to do nothing new. It's just the tone of her voice. Yeah. Erica's just the tone of her mm-hmm. voice is so much her gift.
0: It just feels like how, you know how honey pours it's into tea. It's just it's just thick into and, your tea. It's just thick and it's filling. Rich. Like oh my gosh, I am there. Yes, I love Erica yes. Badu. Yes, absolutely, and yes, and then um, so these are the legends,
1: and the two openers for these legends who are two of my favorite new girls in R and B now, who are well, I don't even say new, but they're you know newer compared to everybody else here, and that's SZA and Ari Lennox. Mm. Those are the two last acts for the night. Yes, so yeah, so the night will open with Ari. SZA, Erica Badu, Missy Elliott, Janet Jackson, Beyoncé. Perfect. Perfect.
0: That is beautiful.
1: That's a great line. Thank up. you. Yeah. I, I never, I'm like, I had not thought about this ever before until <laughs> we had to do it just now. So, oh, and the festival name is called Be Mine XO Fest because Be Beyoncé. Mine is Beyoncé and Drake's yes, song yes, together. yes.
0: And XO. XO, that's beautiful. Shout out, yeah. Be mine. I haven't figured out the Be Mine XO yet. Fest
1: because also because it's romantic. Like I feel like a lot of these people have romantic music, so it's just yeah, it's it's hip hop and R and B. It's giving favorite collabs, yeah, of hip hop and R and B favorite duets. I love it. I think that we should everybody should go to both of our festivals. I feel like they're both really great. Um, I just
0: you gotta hear Earth Wind and Fire. In the instruments, like I know everybody, I know everybody saw like Earth, Wind, and Fire on verses, and it was fun. Yeah, but take a moment. I'm. I'll post it on my Insta story or on my uh, Twitter of like these performances that these amazing men do. I've seen it at NJ Pack, brought tears to my eyes. Mm. Um, the amount of musicianship, okay, is there, and I just. (laughs) I need to experience it again. I need to see it again. I have to. Um, but yeah, it's- It's like bomb. Oh my God. It's like bomb on your soul. It's, like,
1: Earth, & Fire was the first I ever saw. Like, them and George Clinton. There was like some uh, outdoor thing that yeah. you drove your cars to. I know my parents took me. Like, mm-hmm, I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I just remember it was like the first live show I went to. But I feel like everybody, like, Air, Earth, Wind & that's the thing. Earth, Fire has been doing this mm-hmm. for so mm-hmm. long. And they still sound better than all oh, your new faves. How hot
0: falsetto (laughs) I was through I had cried so much that I couldn't take it and I need to see Roy Ayers so mine should be like a jazz hip-hop festival so it is
1: it's like a jazz hip-hop it's definitely it's like definitely like I feel like
0: the parents will definitely prefer yours to mine oh I mean clearly that's clear it mine is definitely gonna be 50 up you know
1: it's very it's giving very gen x you know you definitely
0: giving yeah gen <laughs> x baby boomers
1: it's giving those but those gen x rappers be the last ones with the showmanship so like what are we supposed Child. to say like, and that's why
0: i did it that's why i did the hip-hop one because i can't trust i can only trust kendrick lamar at this point and i yeah. you know jay-z he got friends He'll come sometimes. Jay Z
1: and Beyonce's done a lot for his performance. Yeah,
0: so you know. Jay Z, pro- Beyonce might him. come and say hi if she's not. If our festivals aren't on, on the same day, um, so <laughs> we would never do that. No, it we'll would do never y'all be like a
1: uh, the the DMV does. But Fifty Cent uh, and G Unit. Sxton, which
0: call it. I just I need man the nostalgia back. I need it.
1: You need the nostalgia. Yeah, yours is very nostalgic, and I like that. But yeah, I think for me, my audience. If you got the Gen X and the booms, I really feel like I'm very... I feel like my tour is very millennial. Severely. I do feel like it's very core very millennial. So. And then, you know, with a dash of Gen X, because we got Janet, we got Missy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, we got Erica. So they bring in both. But yeah. So yeah, I, and then, you know, and then the Camp Flop Not crowd, <laughs> it, you know... <laughs> now,
0: that you have to worry about because the mosh pits... No,
1: they're not going to... They have to... No, you have to be twenty-five and over to get into this festival. Oh, that's beautiful.
0: Okay, that's a
1: rule I decided to set because of Tyler's fans. But I love y'all and stay young, stay energized. You stay- know. <laughs> Stop booing Drake though. That's please. crazy. We can't we can't have any of that. And so Drake will be performing "Feel No Ways," and Tyler will probably be backstage getting his life because he's still mad that y'all never let him hear it right. that night at the Flag tour. So, um, yes, me, millennial black women, who you know. Girls love Beyonce and girls love Drake. So here we are. I
0: love it. I'm showing up. I'm there for it. Yay. Well,
1: speaking of shows, that's ours. (laughs) If anyone wants to fund either or both of these festivals, please, I implore you to hit us up. If you would like us to come to your festival for free, pull through. Hit us up. Contact us. We're here. You know, we'll think about it. And let us know which festival you liked better mm-hmm. using the hashtag OK Now Listen. I would just like to once again oh, remind y'all gosh. that we I have half the performers. I think Scottie No, does, that's but not
0: true. I- I will, I will, okay, I will drop clips. I will drop. I'm going to drop she- clips. Oh, what a sacrifice. Sorry. I'll let go of clips and then put Jay-Z. He's not a headliner. Mary J. Blige is the headliner. Mary J. Blige is the headliner, and then I will drop clips for that. (laughs) And that's it. Yes.
1: All right. All right. Go ahead and read the credits, sis, now that you're done.
0: Our show is a production of Pineapple Street Studios in partnership with Netflix and Strong Black Lead. Shout out to our team. Our managing producer is Agaranesha Chagre, and our lead producer is Jess Jupiter. The episode was produced by Taylor Hosking, and our music is by Amanda Jones. Special thanks to Max Linsky and Jenna Weiss-Berman.
1: Follow Strong Black Lead on the socials at Strong Black Lead, and follow us, too. I'm at Sylvia Obell. And I'm at Scotty Bean. Until next time, folks, stay blessed.